Welcome to the Brooklyn Nets postgame show. Chris Sheeran and Jim Spinarco with you. First of a four-game road trip. Nets come back from an 18-point deficit only to fall in the second, final seconds at the Wizards. 110-106. And this is the exact opposite of what happened to the Nets in Philadelphia on Thursday. And then against the Magic on Monday night, they were up big in those games and lost those leads, but they just couldn't fight all the way back tonight in D.C. Yeah, I think the early turnovers hurt them in the first half, obviously, and, and then they gave up a bunch of points, 60 points in that first half. So all of a sudden, now you're not playing from your strength, as which has been in the month of February defense, but the couple of plays down the stretch didn't go their way. Beal releases the basketball, and then Car uh, Karis LeVert doesn't get involved in the last shot, but Spencer Dinwiddie does, takes a fall away three and just comes up short. Yeah, Dinwiddie had a 11 points in that fourth quarter, so he had the hot hand. The Nets wanted to ride it, but he comes up short, as Jim says. Karis LeVert didn't come up short all night. He had a massive game for the Nets, finishing with 34 points, six boards, seven assists, four steals. He's the first net with those numbers since Jason Kidd in 2005, but it wasn't enough. Bradley Beal knows all about that. He scored 50-plus his last two games, and they lost both of those games, but he led the way for Washington with 30. Spencer Dinwiddie's step back three in the final seconds was off the mark afterwards. Kenny Atkinson and Levert talked about how the Nets were unable to take advantage of their opportunities. We had our opportunities. You know, it's really about making plays. They made the plays. We didn't make the plays, and that's the NBA. And, uh, you know, I always, you know, give them credit. Robinson, you know, hits a big three on the left side. We obviously did not want Beal to shoot the ball. That was that was the game plan. I'm not going to tell you what we were doing defensively, but it was let someone be, else beat us. And, and uh, credit to the kid, hit a big shot. Um, I thought Spencer had a great look. You know, we got the switch we wanted. Uh, we got the step back, had plenty of time, space, didn't go in. That's Sometimes that's what it comes down to. Is it also, in a way, uh, highlight the necessity of competing for four quarters? Yeah, I, I think that's the that's we always talk about fourth quarter. And it's what about the first two quarters when we were, you know, again, it's that focus I was talking about, and I don't think it was physical. I don't think it was, uh, uh, um, you know, game plan. I think it was pure focus, and and uh, uh, you know, we can all go into our our. Uh, Dictionary, or, or, or uh, 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 you know, uh, ask ask a sports psychologist what focus means and what um, um, you know mentally locked in means. But we weren't. It was it was evident in that first half. You know, we had some breakdowns defensively. Um, we uh, we had a lot of turnovers as well. Uh, led to some breakouts, and that was one of the keys to the game. You know, take care of the basketball, um, take care of transition defense. So uh, we we definitely had some breakdowns. Back and forth in that fourth quarter, especially late for the second straight game. What was the difference in those closing minutes? Uh, kid, a big shot. Um, we didn't want Brad to beat us. Uh, he made two big, two big passes. One to uh, Thomas Bryant. He hit both free throws, um, and then Robinson hit the big three. Obviously, um, I think if we did it differently, maybe we would have, you know, talked better on the switch. But um, I mean, we we, we got to live with that. The Nets continue their road trip with a matchup against Trey Young and the Hawks on Friday. Our coverage starts with the pregame show at 7 p.m. For Jim Spinarkel, I'm Chris Sheeran. Thanks for joining us on the Brooklyn Nets postgame show.